Well, welcome to another podcast here at Crossroads Community Church. My name is Steve Hollis, and I'm with Eddie Hammond, our senior pastor, again here today. And we are glad that uh, you've joined us. Hey, it's a bright and sunny day out today, and it's been some nice weather, hasn't it? Yeah, actually, it really has. And uh, I'm happy I can take a shower tonight. Oh, tell the good news. Yeah, tell I got my stitches news. out, and I can get in the shower, which I've been doing half and half. Uh, Man, sponge baths are crazy, but <laughs> mm. I miss that. I miss that, and I miss sleeping in bed, which is going to be a while longer, I guess. But I appreciate everybody praying for me, and I know there has been a lot of prayers. Yeah, for us. And, he's uh, referring to his uh, rotator cuff surgery that he's had um, a couple weeks ago, and uh, it's been progressing right along. And uh, and as the surgeon told me today that. I really did a good job messing this shoulder up. Oh well, yeah. If he, you're gonna mess yeah, it up, yeah. He drew me a he drew, he drew me a picture and he said he's it's been a while since he's seen a tear that long. <laughs> it started the top and went clear down. Plus I messed up a tendon on my bicep. So uh, I usually do, I try to do it, do it up good and I, I did it this time. Good so. grief! So my question was: Was your wife there in the doctor's appointment with you? No, she's waiting in the car. Oh, she I was, didn't come in. Oh, that's right. I guess that would be. But I just, I could. All I could think of was when he told you that. Yeah. Is she just? Well, I didn't her tell head. her. I didn't. Well, I did tell her a little bit. I didn't tell her the whole story. But. Well, it'll be interesting to see if she listens to this. But oh, that's great. Well, well, we're glad that you're on the mend and um, that the physical therapist. Uh, are doing their job yes, and you're doing are. your yes, job. Sue Shagnon is doing her job. Yeah, with being uh, keeping my, up your exercises as when well. When I grit my teeth and tense up, I can see that smile behind that mask. Yes, the yeah. mask that she's wearing. That she's, well, uh, she's we are. Job. We're thankful for them. I know it's a tough, tough uh, road to hoe with that stuff, with anything like that, and it's. Uh, but we are thankful for them because it gets us back moving and and uh, getting getting to where we need to be. Speaking of getting to where we need to be, let's just reference a little bit of uh, and communicate to the folks uh, about what's going on uh, and what we're going to be doing as far as trying to get back as a church body under the under the uh, the, the roof and the actually the new roof. We we'll like to get right, to say we that have too. A new roof. That's exactly um, right. And the walls here at Crossroads Community Church uh, in downtown Sullivan. Let's um, refer a little bit about what's going to be happening tonight, and and um, and and hopefully for the future here, and as we pay attention. Yeah, well, the leadership team is going to meet tonight, uh, and 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 the staff, and um, a couple, three from the probably three people from the medical community. I mm-hmm. think Dr. Ellis and, and Dr. Mowry, and I, I and I think maybe Kathy Pertle is going to come as well. I don't know that, but I, I think that's true. But Nonetheless, we want to get their perspective because mm-hmm. that's they're a little more uh, in tune with the, the pandemic and how it affects people and how it's going on in Sullivan uh, right. County, actually. And we have been fortunate here, yeah. but, uh, but still that doesn't mean that we're immune from it, Right. that it's here. And we're trying to do what's best uh, for the people, and we're praying for God to give us guidance and direction on that. Yeah. So pray for us. That's where we're at. Yeah, uh, really do pre- be praying for us. Uh, we seek wisdom oh i miss people i oh yeah you know i wish we'd already back but it's it's what's best you know we're we're a little unique in the way that um we've been unique from the very beginning in uh 1998 when this uh church was planted and um we are in a building if you've never been here at crossroads community church 
Uh, we are in a building that is an old uh, theater building. It's an actual historic society, uh, site, rather. And um, uh, it's long and skinny. It's very tall. We've got four floors, including the basement. Um, Tight. We're close. And we're, and we're, close. we're close. One of the things that we've always battled, uh, many blessings with the building, um, but, of course, many uh, challenges as well uh, with it being older and with it being the way that it is, but more blessed than not, uh, is that um, the hospitality and where people enter, um, there's uh, pretty much two areas where people can enter the one is very small it's mm -hmm. on the side on the north side and it's just a small area um a double doors uh the front of the building which is on the east side of the building is is uh, larger it's got more doors but it is still for the the amount of people that are coming through on a normal sunday uh gets quite bottlenecked mm -hmm. um uh, and so that we have to take that into consideration. Uh, what's that going to look like protocol as far as getting people in? And then once they're in, uh, sitting. Uh, we're long and skinny uh, within the theater. Um, we have tables and chairs, uh, tables rather, that, and chairs that we sit at because of uh, normally the hospitality room serves donuts and bagels, and that's what we've just always done. Um, so we're looking at all these options uh, as a part of what's going to happen. Uh, some churches in the areas are 100% are open um, with, of course, protocol that's gone in. Um, but crossroads in each, each church and each um, uh, facility is going to be unique to themselves. It's going to be different. And so um, we are doing what we're doing uh, in a careful process to uh, negotiate this. And at the same time, we are so thankful for the tight-knit group of family that is a part of Crossroads. Amen, amen. And their generosity as well. And absolutely. We are continuing to move forward as a ministry. We're continuing to be able to uh, to go online streaming. Uh, without those funds, without that generosity, uh, that, that wouldn't be as exactly a right. strong uh, availability to continue to put out the worship and the, and the message and, um, and all of the things that are provided in that. We're connecting weekly with uh, individuals that are able to join in on small groups in the Zoom or, or uh, different uh, aspects of that through Bible studies, book studies. Uh, that We've got a, a great website that's up and interactive. That's www.crossroads98, that's the number, .com. Uh, and, and so there's a lot of things that are continuing to move, and we're just grateful that uh, God has allowed us and put us in a position to where we're able to do ministry. The church is not exactly. the, the the church is not the website. The church is not the building. The church is uh, us as a people. And when we stay close together and stay close to God, uh, we're able to move forward in His might. And that is exactly what we've been depending on. Uh, we've been calling upon His wisdom, and that's exactly mm -hmm. what we are are praying about even tonight as we. Uh, are going to be meeting with these members. Um, we're looking forward to what uh, what God has in store, but we're also going to be very cautious, and uh, but but not discrediting where He's leading us. All right. Uh, we are are uh, anticipating, um, hopefully sooner than later. So, I guess that's about it. Anything else on that regards that you'd nope. like to mention? No. Nope. Okay. 
Well, we are glad to be here with you. This is one of the things that was started a while back, almost two years, well, I think two years ago now. And um, one of the things that has allowed us to continue to connect with you midweek, uh, it's very important. It's another way that we can connect uh, to help us to to feel connected, whether we're on the job site, uh, driving, uh, whatever, but this midweek podcast, being able to connect with you. And that's exactly what we're going to do here today. I'm done babbling about the rest. Uh, and thanks for listening to that. But last week, uh, Pastor, you spoke on how to tear down walls. Mm-hmm. And and uh, I'd like to, to pray over this. This is a, this is a powerful message. Um, there are many walls in people's lives. For sure. And... Um, God is continuing, the Spirit is continuing to work on people with this message that you've, um, that the Lord gave you to get to, to give the other day. Um, so let me pray over that right now, and then we'll get started. Heavenly Father, we are uh, so grateful for this podcast and this time. We're able to get the word out, and we're so thankful for your uh, presence in our lives and in this room. As we move forward, we ask that the Holy, the you Holy Spirit will guide and direct us in, in everything we say and that we do. Lord, we just want to be a, a mirror image of you the best that we can, and so that the words of our mouth be acceptable to you. We are so thankful, again, for Jesus Christ, uh, our Lord and our Savior. And uh, we praise you, uh, for we are... Uh, humbly coming before you oh goodness uh realizing that it is not by our own might that we do these things but we need to depend on yours and so lord thank you be with us this time in jesus name amen 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 yeah well, how to tear down walls i i started out with talking about the ruins you know you go to uh, i've been different places in the world uh, jordan and israel and you see ruins in rome they're all pretty much look the same, but they were once standing. Uh, walls, a lot of them, and the, those walls came down. I, you know, I talked about the Berlin Wall. Those of us that are older uh, remember the Berlin Wall and all the issues that that caused during the years, and how many people lost their lives trying to get. Uh, and when that went up, it went up pretty quick. Families were divided, hmm. and for all those years, for 28 actually, they didn't see their family. That's 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 a crazy thing. Wow. I think Stan looked at that wall, but they couldn't see over it or get, maybe look through the the gate. But uh, a checkpoint, uh, Charlie. But man, oh man, that that is wild. And then uh, in November '89, uh, it, it finally came down. Actually, but like you said earlier, we have built walls, <laughs> uh, all kinds of walls, especially relationship walls, between a husband and wife, parents and children, best friends, on and on and on. There's various kinds of walls, and then today yeah. we see that uh, more than ever that racial wall that needs to be demolished if we can. So then I went into the book of Esther where uh, talking about some walls that fell in Esther's day, and, and first we see the wall of an unchangeable heart uh, with the king. Uh, his God changed his heart, and he didn't even know God was doing it. Yeah. That's the amazing thing about God, how he can... He can go into unbelievers' hearts and change them, and they don't even know it's Him. Yes. Proverbs 21.1 says, The king's heart is like channels of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he wishes. And then the next wall was the edict that that Haman kind of tricked the king into putting into practice that, that that on a certain day that they were going to kill all the Jews and take all their stuff. 
exact carbon copy of what Hitler did. Yeah. They killed. They didn't kill them all, but they they were. He was trying. Was it six million? Confiscated their property, and uh, most of them, never, their families, never got that back. God worked in Hazarius's heart, and the irony of it: after Haman was killed, hung, King Ahasuerus, Xerxes, same king, took took that signet ring. That gave and gave it to Mordecai, a Jew, and he was second in command in the whole kingdom. Mm -hmm. So he said, "You and you and because my edicts cannot be irre, they're irrevocable; they cannot be changed. You'll have to make another one." Mm -hmm. So this next edict that they made said that the Jews could defend themselves when when people rose, and they did, and they didn't take their property, and they didn't take their property back and that was part of that edict all they wanted was to be safe and move on with their lives mm -hmm. so that 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 was that was hanging over the kingdom and that and that and that's that's exactly that's exactly what happened the day came and it went the jews rode up, up and protected themselves and then pretty much things went back somewhat to normal actually you know i i did mention jericho the walls of jericho as well that it seemed impregnable but god brought them down and when we talk about walls today, we're not talking about uh, brick or mortar, or barbed wire or masonry. We're talking about different kind of walls of a stubborn will, the walls of prejudice, slander statements, the walls of depression and doom that people have allowed to be built around them and it and affects their lives every day. Mm -hmm. They feel trapped. You know, I, I've been fortunate uh, I don't understand depression because I, I guess because I'm about half goofy. But you know, I have some days where I'm bummed out. But I, man, there are some people that are trapped in depression, yeah. giant walls, and they can't function. Right. And it gets so bad that they might sleep 20 hours a day for mm -hmm. so many extended days, and they can't get out of bed. Mm -hmm. Man, oh man, that is wild. God can help them through that, uh, and that's you know. And, and I know there's all kinds of walls build around us. You know, people say terrible things about us. There's slander, <coughs> excuse me, and it causes huge, huge problems in our, our lives. Walls take many different forms. Some can be physical, others psychological, financial, emotional, spiritual, relational, racial, religious, and marital. And as we think about, and I ask this question, these questions at the end, when we hear a message, it's for us. Hmm. A lot of times we want to we want to push it off. And say, man, tell your wife or somebody, your friend, say, man, this message is for you. Right. And like you're saying, we, it, well, it's not for me. But every message that we hear is for us. Mm -hmm. There's application for everybody that hears it. What wall do you find yourself up against? How do you feel about that wall? Why does it seem so immovable and impregnable? What would God have you to do to bring that wall down? And how frequently do you pray? For God to tear down that wall, mm. you know, and that's what Reagan said to Gorbachev: tear down that wall, and it finally came down. But you know, and I thought that was interesting that for ten years, a church in Leipzig, East Germany, had prayed every day for the collapse of the wall. Ten years, every day for ten years, there was somebody at that church praying, and they, sometimes they were pretty good-sized crowds. Tennyson said, "More things are wrought by prayer than." this world dreams of and boy isn't that true things change because of prayer and that's exactly that's exactly what happened you know um, and I mentioned there in the end Simon and Garfunkel 
uh, I'm a rock. And boy, is, is that is that so uh, true? Second verse reads, I've built walls of fortress deep and mighty that none may penetrate. Hmm. And then he goes on to say, I have no need of friendship. Friendship causes pain. It's loving and it's laughter I disdain. I am a rock. I'm an island. And a lot of people are expert wall builders. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm going to let you finish because you're uh, just I'm almost, finished with here. I'm almost, and now I was going to mention okay. a couple things. And then, you know, and then Richard Lovelace said in the 17th century, stone walls do not a prison make, nor iron bars a cage. We, we do that ourselves. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we build those ourselves. 1819 of Proverbs says, A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city, and contentions are like the bars of a castle. A lot of times we have built those walls ourselves and we're the ones that has to contend with them and we have to go to God to help us to tear those walls down and He can do that if we're willing to allow Him. Right. You know, as, as you were talking about that again and, I, and, um, and re, refreshing <laughs> our, our minds about, um, about the many walls and, and the examples and the different things, um, when we when we take a look at these walls that we have allowed in or the beginnings of how we're putting a wall up it's it's a it's a very interesting thing and a very tricky thing because i believe there are healthy boundaries right there's there's yeah, healthy there boundaries yeah. yeah i mean you we don't want um want you to believe that uh, but there's a difference between boundaries and walls a wall uh, that uh, doesn't allow anybody in can't see through it can't see through can't it see uh, over. very impenetrable like you've mentioned um, and and you've you've hold away and and what you're doing is you're protecting yourself and what it ends ends up being is it's a selfish mode a lot of times now I want to I know I'm speaking generally but Let's think about some of the walls that we've talked about. For instance, you know, here recently, the racial uh, aspect of things have come up and has been so hot and uh, such a hot topic, of course, because of, uh, of all that's gone on. But um, the, the beginning thought of that was a selfish thought. I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to protect the, some of the assumptions that I have the things that I, it, it was all based on what they could just see and it was just mm -hmm. from a scene, uh, from depicting or from a, from a color of a skin or whatever and, and, um, and not just black but whether it would be Chinese or whether it was, you know, back, back in, uh, was it World War II, right? Was it Japanese? Yeah, here they yeah. put them in internment camps. Right, and so built walls. There, was a, there was an <laughs> angst about uh, and there are some older folks to this day that still have trouble because of what had happened. There are things in which we have to readjust. So I use that with, with that. Now let me move over to family. You know, we, we think a little bit about family, about uh, you, you think about uh, uh, we're getting close to Father's Day here. And so let's just say a father and son that have become at odds and... Uh, something that was said, something that was, it rose to that occasion where it finally was just like, you know what, I've had enough, or you've said something, and now it's been all those years, and, and you say, why is it that after 20 years, 
that you're still doing this. You know, I can't even remember. And sometimes they don't want to look deep enough because maybe the pain is too much to 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 relive or to bring back up or or that between a, a husband and a wife or or whatever the case within family, um, a, uh, a son-in-law and a mother-in-law uh, or a son and a, a mother-in-law mm-hmm. or a um, um, you know it, it, throughout the courses whatever your wall is, it takes a little work. You can't. Just assume that the other person's going to do it because that other person might even be, might not be thinking that there is even a wall. They're like thinking, "What are you hey, doing?" Thanks, everything, everything's all right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, what we must do, it, through forgiveness, and through the understanding of taking a deeper look, and you said it, through God, these walls can be diminished, these destroyed. There are some tough walls years that of addictions and years of pain years of things that are going on uh, you mentioned depression but within these areas whatever the wall and I say depression that's a that's a tricky one isn't it you know because you you know that there are some um, medical exactly. issues that are yep. that are part of that and different things that we've seen and learned um, but the wall in your life start with it Take a look at it. Remember why it even went up in the first place. Mm-hmm. Try to make sure that you're one that does not uh, build a wall up in defense, but is allowing yourself to take the time to seek the Lord's wisdom, seek His help, seek the Holy Spirit's guiding through the Scriptures. And allow yourself to be a forgiving individual through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That is going to be a helpful tool as you work through these areas. Man, oh man, we so many of us uh, struggle with with the walls that have become Fort Knox. Oh, that's exactly right. And it is due time that these things need to be brought down. Just as the Berlin Wall, huge. Huge. Nobody. I, I'm sure there was some people that thought that was never coming down. Oh, I'm sure. It's like the Iron Curtain. Yeah. Who would have ever thought you'd be able to go to Russia? <laughs> All right. And, and and maybe you're younger and you're hearing that and you don't might not understand it completely. But there was a time that there was much like say North Korea. That no way. You can't step in there. You couldn't go to East Germany. You couldn't go on the other side of that wall. Unless you were invited. That's and the only way. And then you're sketchy in the well, first place. Well, and then they kept an eye on you, buddy. They... <laughs> so walls are walls. And and the uh, and I will say this, too. I, I, wanna, I, I, I was hearing you say something, and I wanted to make mention of it. When I uh, have mentored um, young men and much... Um, to my son, uh, to my sons rather, um, remember mentioning that that in our lives I kind of reference at times the quadrants of our lives: the physical, the emotional, the spiritual, and the mental. And it's almost like if you can put that in a hub with uh, or in like a wheel, mm-hmm. those four quadrants, those four pies, and with with God in the center. You know, hopefully God's in the center. Mm-hmm. Um, but as that's rolling down the, 
if you feel like something's off, it might be because one of these things, you're starting a wall. There might be building a wall. Take a look at that quickly. If something just does not feel right, uh, there might be something within a relationship that you've, that you've started. Um, or maybe it's even a wall that you've put up against yourself, uh, something that you need to personally identify. Um, could be physically, you know, like, you know what? I don't want to, I don't want to, I just want to eat that food and I don't want to deal with anything else. I just want to, you know, whatever, instead of looking forward and, and, uh, and saying, you know what, I, I can do better than that. Yeah. So I just, some of the things I was thinking about as you were talking, um, and boy, oh boy, if you've got a wall, folks, as you're listening and you need help, we'd love to help you. Um, if it's one that you don't think is able to be helped by us because it's above our pay grade, we can guide you. Mm, we can guide you true. and direct you to who can help you. So we want you to know that uh, start off with with allowing your yourself to be softened uh, before the Lord. Seek His wisdom, guidance, direction. Uh, if you can't even do that, just, just seek us out, and we'll try to help you along the way. It's good stuff. I appreciate it, Pastor. Um, people need to hear these things. And again, <laughs> there was a, there was Esther. Yeah. You know, in the midst of it all, very pertinent, uh, very great. Uh, as you've uh, continued to be stayed and obedient uh, to where the Lord has led you. Appreciate that. So, <laughs> what's coming Father's up? Father's Day is coming up, and I'm. <coughs> excuse me. We've probably got mm, two or three Esther messages left, but I'm going to interject. Our, one for Father's Day, and you know, the you're talking about our dads, and and the most important relationship in life is with our heavenly Father, and uh, so I I started talking out about a little bit about, about my dad, and then how asking how our relationship is with with our heavenly Father, and it should be. So then I I went to uh, into the Lord's Prayer, um, Matthew six and Luke eleven. Uh, to bring out three beneficial truths as far as uh, how important prayer is in our lives. And the truths were these. Number one is prayer is learned and it's done by practice. And we continue to do it. The more we do it, hopefully the easier it will become to us. And it becomes a, a habit in a sense, like a second nature. Second, second truth is God is to be approached as a loving father and not a distant deity. Mm-hmm. That he is our daddy. He is our father. He is our Abba. And we can go to him 24-7. And, and part of that as well is to, to see him as loving. And, in our, and as we pray to uh, not only just hound him for things that we need, but give him the adoration that's mm-hmm. due his holy name. So important. So important. It gives us the right perspective when... You know, Father, I adore you. Uh, I love you. And then you, you know, you mention his attributes and who he is and mm-hmm. his power, and it kind of helps you understand that this is just not a casual conversation to a degree. That it's, it's really important for who you're addressing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and the Jews saw it that way. They couldn't even hardly they couldn't say the name Yahweh, and when they were writing the scripture down as the Holy Spirit inspired them when they they'd take a brand new pen and write the word Yahweh and then throw that pen away mm-hmm. because it wasn't worthy to be used again because it's written the most important name wow. there is so yeah. I thought that was kind of cool really oh, yeah, absolutely and then number th- the third truth was prayer deals with our past our present and our future 
you know, the past, forgive us our trespasses, and then and forgive those who trespass against us, because if we can't forgive others, it's tough for God to forgive us. And in the future, let your kingdom come, and in the present, give us today our daily bread. And as we ask for our needs uh, to be met for this day, we and that's what we focus on. You can't focus on tomorrow. He says, give us today our daily bread, because there'll be enough problems come tomorrow we need to deal with today. And so, isn't it interesting and, uh, how that uh, that that you'll be uh, will be presenting on Sunday goes along with what we just talked about on how to tear down walls. Yeah. Um, there are many voices, many, many voices, trying to get your attention in this world every single day, mm-hmm. and not only are they now, you're dealing with things in your own mind. That as you try to bring yourself to that prayer time and that that allowing the Father to speak to you, we've got so many things that are, and it's Satan's greatest tool. Exactly right, distraction. Because he's going to just keep on making those voices louder and louder the best that he can, so that he can keep you disconnected. And Jesus said, "I'm the vine, you are the branches. Well, and another, stay connected to me." Another sad thing about that, those who didn't have a good relationship with their own father, sometimes that's a detriment to yeah. them and the Heavenly the, Father. There's so that my wall. Father, look how my father was. There's that wall. That's, Absolutely. There's a wall right there. And they have to overcome that. And I still believe as followers of Christ, even if our dad let us down, it's still, it's still on us to try to bring peace and re- reconciliation between us and our dads. And, I know, we, and we think that's not fair. Yeah. And even if he's gone, even if he's gone, um, that forgiveness and allowing your heart to be free, to move forward beyond something of, of such pain, something that's out of your your comprehension or even of your, uh, you know, it feels like well I, that's just not fair. I don't, I'm not going to do that. And yet God says, "Peace be with you." As you move on this earth, I am your peace, I am your joy, I am your love. I will help guide you. The Comforter, the Holy Spirit, is going to be able to comfort mm-hmm. and to help through guide you through these processes. Allow these walls to be to be broken down and chipped away. And it's better off if you get it off your chest. I know uh, several counselors have said that especially if a child was abused by their dad and he's gone you take a chair and you go out there and you sit at his grave and you tell him exactly what you think that's catharsis it's healing it's getting it off your chest regardless he won't be able to answer back but at least you've told him mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it, and I, I know I've known people's done that and it's helped them mm-hmm. yeah for sure so, and, and the freedom that comes with that because unforgiveness eats on you like a cancer a lot of times they don't even bother the other person. No, but boy, you can't get rid of it. If you want peace in your heart, you know you have to, you have to do that. Right. And and some might say, well, how can I receive true freedom uh, if if the other person doesn't even feel like they care, like they blankly look at me if they're still living, or or if they're if they just disregard you? I will tell you, I will tell you from experience that as you forgive an individual and you release it from you, whether they accept it or not, you are giving a gift, 
and a gift given is then now unto them and they get to choose to do with it right. what they That's get. Exactly but right. now you've given it and as you do that through the father's help uh, through the heavenly father's help he brings such a restoration and a freedom and your heart is free you your the weight is lifted mm-hmm. your your life has uh, it's it's like a re, it's it's like a reborn uh, individual, uh, a, a renewing a spirit that is free and and allowed to move forward. Sometimes it is layers. There are layers that that you've got to go through, and then finally that release is there. Mm-hmm. But don't look at it as uh, Kilimanjaro that you've got to climb today. Right. Look at it. At, it's going to take one step at a time, but. Sometimes you're to that point where you're just going to say, I've got to make that decision. Mm-hmm. And you know what? My gift is to myself. And as I give it to you, I forgive you for what you've done to me. Yeah, exactly. That, that is, is amazing. So, well, we, we hope that you've received a good word here during today's message and uh, during today's um, podcast. And, uh, Pastor, why don't you pray for us as we as we ended up? Right Lord, there. we love you, and I uh, thank you for uh, all that hear this. Father, I just ask a blessing upon them, and especially if they have walls in their lives, which probably we all do to a degree if we admit it. And I just pray, God, that we would allow you to help tear those down, especially if it's a wall between me and you, <laughs> us and you, between people and you, God, that sin and uh, disobedience has built that wall and it's been built higher and higher that I just pray right now Lord through confession and repentance that you tear that wall down mm-hmm. and for all the relationships Lord and all the other things that's going on in their life I just pray that they go to you for guidance and direction and I know you're there Lord and just pray that we all listen to you and obey you Lord because you have you extend to us joy and peace in our lives the only joy and peace that actually we can have on this in, on this earth comes from you. So that that's my prayer today. And I, I think about Father's Day and uh, coming up as well, Lord. And I pray that we honor our fathers, uh, whether they're gone or whether they're not, Lord. But just for that moment, we we just we just honor them. And if they're alive, that we might reach out to them and and just let them know, Lord. And through the love of Christ, can break down those walls and restore relationships. And and that's what we pray today. We love you, God. We give you praise and honor and glory for who you are. We ask it in the name of Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, thank you so much for your time today and, uh, Pastor, for for meeting here. Um, I do want to make an announcement, or actually it goes right along with with this that we've talked about. Um, Stacy and I have one more uh, video and a time together where we can kind of help bring you into what it's uh, what the the book study is going to be mm-hmm. about with family, a love and respect inside the family. Dr. Egrich, uh, Emerson Egrich, does a fantastic job with the marriage, uh, love and respect, and the marriage. He does a fantastic job with as he's asked his children, mm-hmm. you know, help me write this book, and uh, it's love and respect in the family. So what uh, what a great time here now next Thursday, this Thursday or actually be tomorrow, tomorrow night at seven. If you'd like to be a part of that uh, Zoom uh, call and and um, and you can you don't have to be 
you don't have to even be on video. You can just be listening in. Uh, call, call me or text me at 812-208-0703, and I'll get you the information uh, by sending you the, uh, the Zoom information and the password, and we'd love to have you. Um, we've got a few people that have come together looking into that, and we're going to be starting that book study this next Thursday. But one more intro, uh, video time, and uh, we'll get all that stuff squared away. But um, if you'd like to be a part of that, please join us. Well, that wraps up today's episode, and we are so glad, again, that you've joined us. Thanks, Pastor, for uh, meeting here with me. Thank you, Steve. And uh, until next time, we'll say goodbye.